don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herich here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. What a strong weekend of political news that we just saw, beginning with the G20 meetings, which produced a U.S.-China trade war truce which helps send our markets higher today. If you've been tuning in here, we said we didn't believe that a full deal would get done over the weekend, but we would make progress and any good news about progress would send our markets higher. And that's exactly what we got. Then we capped the weekend with President Trump becoming the first sitting president to step foot on North Korean soil on a trip that appeared to be pretty impromptu, sparked by a tweet uh, earlier or late last week, and they really put this together pretty fast. We watched it here live late Saturday night, and it was just really, really cool to see uh, the interaction there, the the apparent levels of respect on both sides. Hopefully, you know, some deals will get done there as well with North Korea. So really positive stuff, no matter how the media wants to construe that. All of this news helped send our markets higher today, though. We were led overnight. Global markets were a sea of green, up almost across the board overnight. Our U.S. market futures were also up big, and we didn't finish at the levels that our futures were pointing to. We kind of got a pause into the day, but we did get a new all-time high in the S&P 500 and other all-time highs in our sectors, which I will get to, and some internal indicators, which I will get to here in a minute. The Nasdaq led the way higher today, up 1.06% to 8,091, just what we want to see, tech leading the way, followed there by the S&P 500, which just had its best first half of the year since 1997, and as I mentioned, hit a new all-time high today and an all-time closing uh, as well, up 0.79% on the day to 2,964. The Dow also finished up on the day and enjoyed its best June since 1938. Best June we just got since 1938. So great numbers there. Dow finishing up 0.43% or 114 points to 26,714. Lastly on the day, the Russell 2000 was our only index to dip into the red today after that pause opened up nicely. We did finish off the highs but also off of the lows up a smaller 0.19% to 1,569. I also want to point out the, I mentioned, we, Kip and I both mentioned last week that our, our indexes were at overbought levels. We did see a pause at the end of June, uh, maybe four days or so, not at the end of last week, but a little bit before that, uh, a brief four-day pause and took our markets down from those extreme overbought readings that we had in the VRA investing system. We think that this was just the pause that we needed to keep our markets fresh. We don't believe we'll have to wait to get to extreme oversold level conditions uh, to begin buying again because this market won't want to dip that much lower. Regardless of what happens, though, we remain long and strong here. Any dip that we get going forward must continue to be bought. But nice to see our markets reeling back from those extreme overbought conditions. Taking a look now. At the internals on the day, where I mentioned earlier, we got a couple of new all-time highs. The S&P 500 advanced the climb line, hit a new all-time high on Friday, and continued that today. The Dow Jones advanced the climb line is also right now at its all-time high levels, and after today, should get us to that point. 
Advances beating out declines with 5,596 advances to 3,559 declines on the day. New highs to new lows were our bright spot, though. We did finish across the board on internals, but new highs to new lows just blew it out of the water with nearly 7 to 1 positive, 700 new highs to 105 new lows on the day. So strong day there. Lastly, up-down volume came in positive across the board as well. Looking at our sectors on the day, we'll stay with the theme of, of new all-time highs as we finish with 9 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors finishing positive today. Technology led the way, again, just what we want to see, and set a new all-time high intraday and closing high today, up a nice 1.45%, followed there by financials up 1.14%, and the next was consumer discretionary, which the consumer discretionary ETF XLY hit a new intraday all-time high today as well. It did fall below its all-time closing high before the end, but still great to see new all-time highs here. Our two laggers on the day were real estate and utilities, both down a small 0.29 and 0.31 respectively there. Finally for the day, we'll take a look here at commodities where our precious metals took a bit of a breather after their recent rallies that we've seen lately. Gold broke back below its $1,400 an ounce mark today, down 26 or 1.88% so far on the day to $1,387 an ounce. Silver down 1.06% to $1,517 an ounce. And copper was down 1.01% on the day to 2.68 a pound. Oil was able to rally for our commodities today and looked to break out above its $60 a barrel mark earlier in the day for the first time since May, but fell into the afternoon with crude now up 0.82% to 58.96 a barrel. And lastly, here for the day, Bitcoin continues its fall over the weekend, down 7.52% so far on the day to 10,407 a coin. So that wraps up our Monday here, but we are all geared up for an interesting week of trading. Our markets will be closed on Thursday for July 4th, but Friday, all eyes will be on the June employment number. Every piece of economic data is crucial right now to our markets, as many continue to make the case for, for a 50 basis point rate cut or just any kind of rate cut for the Fed later this month. Now, while no one other than the Fed can give you an exact answer on what they will do later this month, we continue to remain in the camp that an interest rate cut is needed to really ensure that the U.S. stays competitive with global rates more than anything else. Many, many other major countries have much lower rates than we do right now, and a rate cut here would simply be a correction of the mistake of raising it too high last year and too many times last year. So really, this is more of a correction than anything else. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top to have these delivered every day in your inbox at the market close. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, we'll be back with you here tomorrow at the close.